Welcome, everybody. This is episode 28 of the Next Generation of Superstars podcast. Very grateful and fortunate to have Jalen Scott here, who's originally from Surprise, Arizona, and now is playing guard at South Plains College. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, my man. Appreciate you. Absolutely, man. And so kind of tell all of us a little bit more about how you really found, uh, you know, your passion and love, you know, for the game of basketball. I mean, I started a, a long time ago, man. Like at my first house I lived in, we had a little, you know, like two courts. We had a full court, like kind of food, and we had two of them. And I mean, me and my brother used to just play all the time. And, and then my parents got me in a city ball. And then after some years, I got into club ball. And then I just, you know, I just kept going with it, you know, and I got somewhere, you know, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. And so how, what about, um, has there been any, any specific mentors or coaches, you know, that's kind of helped you along the way as you've kind of, you know, been playing since you were a little kid and now you know, yeah. play at the collegiate level. Has there been anyone that's been a huge role model for you? Yeah, man. I mean, I have a, I have a lot of coaches that I, that just means so much to me, man. Like, like coach Brian, he was my first club coach. Like he, I was with him for about four or five years until I left, uh, another team but that's my guy like that's like family you know and that's what's crazy about basketball like relationships just happen so quick like with coaches I mean my high school coach coach Heddle you know like all four years like he really got me you know my IQ my mindset like kind of all of it you know and then I go play with Nico Medved um coach Sowers you know like just some good coaches who just know the game you know it's just it's crazy. It's crazy to learn from them for real. Yeah. That's just, it's just, yeah, it's, it's not something that happens all the time, you know? Right. No, hundred percent. And being grateful for that experience to be able to, to first off play for those coaches, but also be able to learn so much knowledge and apply that, you know, and grow your basketball IQ and grow just your knowledge of the game itself. Really? Um, you know, what, what's been a, you know, what's been a few things that's helped your focus, you know, being a student athlete, of course you have to worry about your physical health, but also your mental mm -hmm. health. What's been mm -hmm. some things, you know, that you've seen as you, your growth throughout your career that's helped you both work on your, your mental and physical health? Yeah, I mean, mental health is big. Like, you, you just never want to get in your head, you know, because, like, that, right. that, affects the, that affects the game for real. I mean, I think something that really helps is family and teammates, you know, like having, a, having a, like a good, healthy bond. That It just helps, you know, when everything's healthy off the court and you can just go on the court and just – play you know just play your best and have and just leave it out there have no regrets i mean that's when you're really the best you know 100%. yeah yeah, yeah that's, awesome. that's awesome and i was kind of going to my next question of stuff you know you said uh you know how family's been such a huge part you know in your life and in helping and supporting you how, how has that support been from not only your family but your friends and, and even your fans yeah i mean i've had like a few best friends like my whole life i just have a little tight circle you know and Yep. You know, we talk about everything and, you know, just about life. And I feel like that really, that just gives me more confidence. You know, like they, they tell me what I need to work on or they tell me what I'm doing good, you know. And then, you know, I don't really have fans, I wouldn't say. But, you know, I have like family who, who really support me and like just tell me, you know, just how to be better. You know, and I mean, that just all helps me on the court. 100%. So, uh -huh. I, love it. I love it. What, what's been some ways that you also, you know, everyone has failures and setbacks, but how do you kind of persevere through that 
Um, I know you have great support from, you know, a tight circle of friends and family. Yeah. What else do you do, you know, that helps yourself get through those, those failures and, and setbacks? Uh, I mean, you know, I've been getting, a, I'd say, kind of religious uh, all of a sudden. You know, I've been reading the Bible more. I mean, I've been praying more. I feel like God's a big part of my life now. And that's one big reason for, you know, who I am and what helps me is my confidence. Um, I mean, I'd say music, too. Music really calms the mind. Like, when you really just sit and just listen to some music, like, you're just in a, it feels like you're in a different world. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But what's, what's one right. of your favorite genres that you listen to that kind of, you know, whether it's before the game or even just when you're in your free time, mm-hmm. that kind of gets you in that, in that nice zone uh, of calmness. Yeah. I listen to more rap more than anything. I mean, my dad kind of taught me some R and B songs and some, some slower songs that are good, but you know, me, I listen to, you know, Lil Durk, Lil Baby, you know, that. yeah, all that. So that's great, man. That's great. Yeah. I mean, when you can get in your zone and stay focused, it allows you to, to have more clarity on everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. and so, you know, kind of going into, you know, more of your game and stuff, has there been any memorable, and I know there has been, but what's been some of the most memorable career moments that you kind of look back on and, and are grateful for that experience to, to have been able to accomplish that? Yeah. I mean, if I look back, I mean, number one's got to be uh, going to March Madness. Like, I went with Colorado State, and, um, you know, I redshirted, obviously, I didn't play, but just being there, you know, it's so crazy. It's like, a, it's a, it's really a dream come true when you think about it. I mean, I can only imagine if we would have won the game, you know? Crazy. I mean, we, play, we played Michigan, though, you know, Hunter Dickinson, yeah. Frankie Collins was there. It was, it, it was looking good in the first half, but that second half. So that, that game, I remember that game, was that, that was a couple years ago? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a couple of years ago. Literally the first game of March Madness. Wow, no, that's crazy. crazy. How, what about, talk about like that environment. Like, what was that environment? Just like just from start to finish. Like when you walk out on the court, when you're warming up, mm-hmm. you know, you see so many fans from both CSU, Michigan. Like, Literally. what was that environment like? No, it's 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 really something else. It feels like some like some something you watch on TV. You know, like yeah. you only see it, you only see it on TV, and you're like, oh, I know that place is jumping right now. It's rowdy in there, right? And then you're like, you're on the bench, right? You're in the timeouts and everyone's just screaming. Like it's, it's crazy. Cause I remember we was up, we was up a lot. Right. And they go on a run, like they hit a three crowds jumping, they get a block and then they go down, hit another three. I, I look over, I see Jalen Rose, right? He's right. standing up. Everybody, everybody on their feet. Oh Lord. It was like, it was really, really loud. Like I'm talking, everybody was screaming. Oh shit, man, that's nuts. That's crazy. And so it's like just being there, and like you know, you, you just really cherish that moment, right? Because it's like you know, whether you know, obviously you want to go out there and win and be competitive, but yeah, you look back on that and you're like, you know, there's not many people that make it to that tournament and be able to play, you know, in March mm-hmm. match. As we're going, you know, watching it right now live, it's like you see just you know everything that's poured out on the court but just everyone else you know the fans and people that are watching and like yeah. i don't think there's anything else like it in, in college sports no like it's it's such a big event like you don't even like you don't even think about it you know but it's so many people watching that one game you know like it's just so much relies on that one game it's right. it's just it's a different feeling it's a different type of environment for real how do you think um you know, before going into that game, what was something that you and your teammates did 
to kind of help you prepare, you know, cause you work all, you work all season mm-hmm. long, you get ready for, you know, March is the biggest month of the year, getting into that tournament. Now, how did you guys really like work to come kind of come together, right? Camaraderie is a huge thing with teammates and how did you guys yeah. really work together to, to, you know, support um, I mean, cause we, we knew like Michigan's a good team. That's a really good team. Right. So we just had to sit there and we were just, you know, we're in the locker room and we're talking before like the coach comes in and, you know, gives us the little talk before we go out and warm up. And we're sitting there and, you know, we have Isaiah Stevens and David Roddy, you know, like top two players in college basketball, literally. And we're just we're just thinking like, you know, we can really win this game if, you know, we, we buy in. Right. You know, like listen to what coach said, like just leave it out there, you know, play your hardest no, no matter what. You know, and crazy, it's a crazy environment. It's no, it's, uh, it's it's so crazy thinking about it because like we really were up like 10, 11, 12 points, and then it just like that it was just gone. Yeah, no, it's nuts. It really shows you, you know, basketball is a game of runs, and when you can see that and mm-hmm. have all that momentum, and one second it could turn around and you lose that. And yeah. Think about like, what just happened because it just—it's such a game of runs. Yeah, literally, you get a stop and score, then get a stop and score. It's just—that's basketball. That's the definition of basketball, you know. Yep. Just 100%. score more than other team. Hundred percent. Yeah, we'll kind of switching gears, Jalen. You know, I know there's got to be a lot of good times too that you've enjoyed as well, just playing college basketball. Have there been mm-hmm. any funny stories that you think about? You know, when uh, you've shared with your teammates or, or anyone else, you know, on the, on the court. <laughs> nah. This is a this is a funny one about Nico Nico right here. He um, so we're in the we're Virgin Islands, and we're in the championship game uh, in the tournament, right? Wherever, whatever that's called, I forget. Right. And um, we so we're down like twenty at halftime, and we end up coming back and winning. And so everyone's hype. We're in the you know we're in the little locker room, and Nico comes in. And me and Trace Young, we had to dump the Gatorade on him, right? And it was kind of heavy. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even pick it up before, and it was really heavy. So I pick I pick it up, and, like, we tried to dump it on him, and my hand just, I don't know, I, I guess it slipped or something. I'm not, and it fell just straight on Nico's head. Like, just straight on his head. Like, it, like, the water barely touched him. It was all on the floor. It hit his head. It was, it was funny. I mean, everybody was just dying laughing. I mean. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, moments that, like that, that take in, you know, it's just like, it's just, you think back to that, it's like you just cherish that type of stuff. Yeah, literally. And then, you know, fast forward a few months, we get to the banquet and then he, he talk about her in front of all the donors and the team again. It's like hundreds of people in there. And he just bring, he bring up the story. I'm like, and I got to explain to the people what happened that I'm sitting with. And I'm like, that's funny. That's awesome. That's funny. I mean, a lot of stuff happened uh, at South Plains too. A lot of, a lot of like JUCO stuff happened. You know, just, just some stuff that's unexplainable. Like right. we're in the we're in the gym and we're practicing, and then like the heat comes on and the lights turn off. <laughs> like it, it's stuff like that. Um, Crazy. It's, yeah, it's it's a lot of funny stuff that goes on, man. Like on yeah. the court and off the court. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love it, man. What, what do you think has been, you know, the best part about just being a student athlete, you know, cause there's so much you have to balance. You have, you know, crazy schedules all the time, but like, just when you think about it, like what's just been like the best part of it and like, kind of like overall. 
I mean, obviously it's like, you know, to pursue your dreams and your goals, you know, that's the, that's the main part, obviously. But I mean, right. it's, I feel like it's really about like the relationships you build. It's like, I was in, I was in class, right. And a class I don't want to be in. And then two dudes sit next to me. Right. And there's some funny dudes. Like there's some cool people. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, like I get their number, like their Snapchat. And then, you know, we're joking around, you know, like we're hanging out, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's just something you don't see coming. And right. then, you know, someone on the team could be like your new best friend. 100%. You know, so, you know, and then the connections you get from it too. Like, it's just, it just feels different to see other people try to reach the same goal as you, you know what I'm saying? And like how they go about it and, you know, their determination, you know, it's, it's really interesting when you like dive deep into why other people are playing basketball and, you know, what they want to do with their future, you know, what's going on in their life too. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's so huge because it's like everyone's coming from a you know, different background or whatever it might be, but they also, you know, it's like your network, you grow within the game of basketball or even outside yeah. where it's just like, you know, it, it opens up so many doors to things you wouldn't have otherwise thought of. Um, and yeah. that can help even after your, your playing time's done. And then when you really have control of your own brand and, you know, that was kind of going into my next thing of talking about just such a big thing that's happened. <laughs> I've been a student athlete is seeing this whole NIL unfold. You know, yeah. what was your initial reaction, you know, in the summer of 2021, you saw everything get legitimized. What did you think when you, you know, saw NIL as an opportunity for you to really take control of your whole brand and, and go mm-hmm. and get brand deals and really just, you know, build something that you control and own? Yeah, I mean, my first thought, I was like, that's game changing. Like, that's going to that's gonna break a lot of, like, just the internet in general, you know? Like, because right. once it happened, you start thinking, like, imagine Johnny Menzel and Cam Newton, right? If they had, if they had those deals, you know, back in the day. Right. Like that's crazy. But you see, you see, um, what's his name? Someone, the dude who got like the Porsche deal or the Lamborghini deal. Oh, I saw well, oh, the Porsche one. I, I think, know, I think uh, it was, um, Deion Sanders' son got the Mercedes deal. Did he? Uh, there was something with Porsche too. I did see. I don't know who it was. I, I think it was a, so, I, I don't know, the, the running back from Texas, okay. Bijan Robinson. He got like a yeah. he got like a Ferrari or Lamborghini deal. It's crazy. That's 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 crazy. That that doesn't happen until you're like. There's a some pro. professional athletes that don't even get that type of deal now. You know, uh-huh. athlete getting that, it's you know, it's nuts. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, like if you have one good year in college, like that could really change your life. You know what I'm right. saying? Hundred percent. Like, because when you make it to the pros, it's like, you know, you're you're obviously making money. Like the team has social media and managers they're going to get you right right, automatically but now that you can do that you know after algebra class you know what i'm saying and like before you go to practice you could get a a popeye's deal or a mcdonald's deal you know what i'm saying and that's that's game changing yeah that's crazy 100 100 i think you know something that we've been doing at first is that like you know we want to level the playing field right we want to be able to help athletes whether that you have 500 followers or 500,000. We want to showcase within, you know, Web3 and this whole sports tech that's evolving. It's possible, right? And so that's been so big for us taking that path that, you know, not everyone's really going for because we want to be able to help all student athletes across the world. Um, And so then you kind of seeing, you know, stuff with Burst and what we've been doing, but also, you know, just your thoughts on the Web3 sports space and kind of just sports tech in general, 
where do you see that direction of everything with technology, you know, within sports? Yeah, I mean, I see it as it's going to be like the future. You know, a lot of people are going to want to invest in this. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be probably the next big thing that blows up when you think about it, because that's how technology has been working. Like when, when I heard like, you know, uh, Web3 and NFTs were all coming out in like 2020 or whatever, I was like, I was like, I kind of want to buy one because, I mean, you know, what if it blows up? You know, and it, and it kind of did. It got a it got a good audience and all that, you know. So I feel like it's gonna it's gonna change a lot of a lot of things that go on around, like you know, just athletes and sports in general. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 growing, and this whole te- you know sector with sports tech is growing. Um, and when you can see the power of blockchain technology and how it applies, we're like. You know, if you had fans that wanted more proximity to you and wanted to be able, you know, do more events and things with you, or even just hopping yeah. on a FaceTime, and the power of blockchain technology with smart contracts and the power of all that in, in one realm, yeah. it's like there's nothing that's been like that before. You know, we can't yeah, on media. There's you know somewhat of that, but it's like you can't have that authentic engagement as you could within yeah. blockchain technology. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to be just so huge for everyone's fans and that whole fan economy to see that like there's real value and benefits to mm-hmm. understanding and diving into it um, because it's, it's something that's just going to keep building out. Yeah. I mean, like having, having like a strong fan base, like that's really important, you know, cause you know, the more followers and more likes you get, like that's the more, you know, brands will be attracted to you and, you know, more, more attraction and you know just stuff like that it's important you know it's really important these days so it's something you want to get ahead of not behind you know absolutely absolutely well jalen you know besides basketball i know it takes up a lot of your time what's some of the hobbies or passions that you have you know outside of the sport that you like to do you know in your free time yeah i mean i haven't i haven't been doing it lately but um i usually make some beats you know like i make um yeah i make some I've made a couple R and B. I usually make rap beats, though. Me and my cousin, um, we got a little studio at my dad's apartment. You know, it, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I mean, because you know, I I like music so much. I mean, it's just, it's like a big part of you know me as who yeah. I am. So, you know, making it, you know, I, I always have fun with it. You know, it's something I have fun doing. So, I don't see why not. You know, I feel like it's a good hobby. That's you know. Awesome. I mean, have you thought about selling any of your beats and like, like kind of make like a business of it as well? Yeah, I mean, I um, I've talked to uh, some people about my beats. Um, I'm with uh, this one little this one little label. It's called uh, PNB Records, um, or PNB Empire Records. Yeah, um, and you know, I I just send them my beats, and you know, they let me know what they think and all that. They might uh, record on them soon, so that would be pretty cool if they do. But um, you know, I just I started making beats like years ago though, because my my dad he's been making music for a while now, so I kind of I kind of got it from him. That's awesome. Well, I'm a huge you know fan of rap music. I would love to hear your beats, you know, and tune mm-hmm. in see what you've been building. I think it's uh it's important to have those hobbies and passions, right? Because you want to make sure that you can you know, just enjoy stuff more than just your sport and be able to do different things. And uh, yeah, for uh, I think that's just incredible, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it, man. What's kind of, um, you'll kind of wrap up here in a few minutes, but what's been, you know, 
what do you think is, is your vision right now with your career and kind of where you want to take it? Um, you know, especially this year and after, you know, what, what's kind of like the vision that you have for, for everything that you've been working on so far? Yeah. I mean, I have three more years of eligibility, so I'm, I've been thinking, I'm just going to make the most of it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to transfer, um, from South Plains and go play somewhere else. And then, you know, I'm going to just, I'm going to just do my thing. You know, I can just, I'm going to just do whatever I can to, to get back to that D1 level or, you know, overseas, you know, anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even overseas is awesome too. You get to have more of that culture of traveling and, and be able mm-hmm. to be you know, playing international and stuff. So it's like, I, I think people think of like, if you're playing probably has to be an NBA, but there's so many other options to go. Um, and, different and I think it's like, now that we see the NIL era, you just want to make the most of it. You want to grow your brand. You want to be able to yeah. grow your time and, and play the sport that you love and, uh, and build your relationships and connections like you've been doing. So, you know, I think you're on the right track of, of yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, yeah, it's really, um, like, even if you play in like the G league, you know, it's really just about, you know, your connections and your brand as yourself, you know, or if you're in the league, you know, you still want to build that brand for yourself. It's just, 100%. yeah, it's really, it's really like a social media game now, you know, almost. So, uh, and it just having the, you know, control of your brand identity, you know, how do you want yeah. people to perceive you and like you give back to the community, you do different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, has there been anything, you know, with speaking on community, you know, how do you kind of give back to your community, whether it's, you know, engaging with the youth or, or doing different things that, mm-hmm. that really shows your, your community, you know, service and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't really done too much. I mean, I try to give back as much as possible. I mean, you know, you see a homeless person you try to, you know, give them a couple of bucks or, you know, some food or anything like that, you know. Um, you know, I had a couple of of little dudes back at Colorado State. You know, they were pretty, there were some fans. So, you know, I, you know, I sent them some tickets, you know, I, I gave them a shirt or two, you know, you know, just try, try to do anything, you know, because I'm not playing. I wasn't playing there. I registered. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm like, might as well you know, have somebody else have a great experience. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. They look up to you too. You know, even though you weren't out yeah. there, they, you know, they see that you're part of the team and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you're a great player and they, they want to you know they supported you. So I think yeah. it's awesome to have, you know, anyone look up to you um, in any path that you're paving and, you know, kind of wrapping up here, Jalen, what's, um, you know, yeah. three pieces of advice or lessons that you can think of that you would pass on, you know, to the next generation mm-hmm. um, behind you? Yeah. I mean, really number one is just cherish every moment. You know, you never, you never know how, how long you have or, you know, what's going to happen or how quick it's going to go by. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, and then, and then, and then you miss it. You're going to miss it. You know, like you, like right now I kind of miss high school, you know, but then I think about it got taken away because COVID. Right. You know, so, you know, that's, that's always number one for me, I think you got to cherish every moment that you have. I mean, another lesson. Let's see. Let me think. Let me think. What, let me, let me hear one from you, G. Let me hear one from you real quick. Let me get some inspiration going. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing, and you know, my purpose is to impact the next generation. And so that's why, you know, I love helping student athletes like you, but I would say, you know, a recent lesson that, you know, I would say to the youth um, is, uh, you know, don't, don't give up on your dreams and, and really stay grounded in, in your values. Um, mm-hmm. 
know, I think a lot of times with social media and all the noise out there, you know, we get straight away from like, what are our core values and what do we really do? Yeah. And we hear outside perspectives and opinions of what, why we should be doing this or go in this industry, go to where you believe in, you know, go follow the path that's less taken and, and, and stay grounded in your core values and just keep your head down and, and be humble and consistent every day. And, and that's yeah. all going to pay off. And I think that's something that, you know, a lot of times it's hard to do because we're living in a, you know, a culture and a, and a whole, you know, just society today that it's just, there's so much noise and how do you cancel yeah. it out and how do you stay focused on, on your grind and your hustle? Um, and I think it's, you know, that's something that's so important for this next generation as they're growing up with all this technology, how can they stay in their, in their own lane, in their own path that's, that's they, that they want to do and choose to do. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. succeed in it. So I think that's something that I would pass down. Um, that's a good one. That's real. I mean, and another another one, I would just say, like, if you really want it, like, you you just got to work for it, like, as hard as you can. You know, I mean, if you don't, if you don't put in the time, you know, like, the hours and hours you want for it, it's going to, it's just going to delay, it's just going to delay everything, you know, it's going to take longer to get to that to that goal you know but if you really just work at it every day every night you know then then it's, it's bound to come to you you know absolutely, absolutely. yeah absolutely. I mean, what, what would one like, last one last lesson you would you would pass down to me for you i mean from what i've heard man you're like uh, you're a top-notch guy man you're like perfect you know <laughs> no no one's perfect <laughs> i just like i mean I mean, for for you, man, I would just say, like, you know, I mean, you're doing great. You're doing great things right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're at a good place in life right now. Like, all I would say is, you know, just make sure, like, you know, you're you remain humble. Like, you know, you know what your goals are, you know, like pray every day and every night for what you want. And then, you know, it'll all come to, you know, it, it's, and it's patience, too. You know, everything just takes time. You know, it's not going to happen one night. Unless, unless you're a rapper and you drop a, a drop a nice single, you know, like uh, NLE NLE Chopper. Yeah, you know, but even but, that, it's like they still, you know, there's a lot that goes into the craft, right? You know, yeah, people think it's always overnight success because now they hear someone that's mainstream, but it's like really there were so many years that they put in of mm-hmm. perfecting that craft, right? Yeah, a lot of songs that weren't that song, you know what I'm saying? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, just to recap everything you said, Jalen, just the, you know the advice to the youth. Cherish every moment. You know, you never know when that's going to go away. Um, and number two, you have to work for it, right? And put in that time. You know, that's all. Yeah. That's enough. And then you said number three, just to remain, remain humble, you know, always pray and, and know your goals. And I think that awareness, too, is, is helpful so people have direction, right? And so yeah. um, I appreciate that. I appreciate you being on the podcast. This was number episode 28. Everyone follow Jalen Scott all over social media. Thank you, my man, for being on the show. Uh, yes, you got a lot of knowledge and gems. So we appreciate you. Thank you for having me, G. I appreciate it, man. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this burst force, man. I mean, I think it's going to be a game changer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're branding it as burst now. Burst sports is, you know, LLC. Burst is our, is our brand now. So um, we're pumped to have you part of the family and, and some big things coming this year in 2023. Yes, sir. Can't wait. Absolutely. All right. Thank you again, Jalen. All right, my man.